Welcome to Two Inches Off the Ground. When you are enlightened, you live your life two inches off the ground. Thank you so much for the download. You guys have been imperative this year, last year. In all the downloads, I am just a smidge away from 10,000 downloads, which I will announce when that happens for the Free Spirit Podcast brand. I'm so excited. I will definitely let you know when that happens, and that's because of you. So thank you so much. And definitely always check out my products at freespiritpodcast.com. I have my sponsor program, which is awesome. If you are a metaphysical business owner, if you're a spiritual business owner, if you have a book, a podcast, if you want to get clients, customers, readers, listeners, definitely take a look at my sponsor program. It's so good. It's so affordable. I will put your name out there. I have listeners who buy and who are attentive and who love the metaphysical and love the spiritual and will probably love you. So take a look at that at freespiritpodcast.com backslash sponsor. And I always say, if you want to reach out in the new year and donate to this podcast because you love what you hear, take a look at freespiritpodcast.com backslash donate. So there you go. I'll put all the links in the show notes. And today I want to talk about action speak louder than words. This is something I try to live my life by, and I'm not perfect at it by any stretch of the imagination, but this is my big goal in life, and let me talk about why. My grandmother hardly spoke, and I I know I've said this a lot before in other episodes, but she was not a talker, and I mean not a talker. She lived in that house for 17 years when, you know, she died when I was 17. She lived in, I'm sorry, she lived in my parents' house with us. I don't think I've ever heard, overheard a conversation between her and my dad, not because they didn't like each other, just because she wasn't a talker. (laughs) Even to me, she wasn't much of a talker. She would speak when she had to, but she showed her love through action. And that's one of the things I just highly respected about her. And even as a child, I noticed that. And I, I said, oh my gosh, this is, it's so weird because I would look at my friends when their grandmothers were around and the grandmothers were such talkers, but mine wasn't. <laughs> she, just, she wasn't into it, but she showed affection. She showed love through all sorts of things. You know, the normal grandmother things. I remember once I was in a monopoly phase. <laughs> I was a little girl. All I wanted to do was play Monopoly. I mean, this must have lasted for two, three weeks, and she would play Monopoly with me for hours on end. Did she want to? Probably not. She loved to read. She loved to sew. She loved to do all those things, and she probably wanted to do that, but she was such a good grandma that she, she just sucked it up, and she did it for me, and I always remember that. You know, there wasn't a lot of talking. There was a lot of love, though, and... She just had that amazing energy that emanated to me and also my brother. And I thank her for teaching me that lesson because you don't see it a lot in this life. You really don't. And I think you guys know that my mother passed recently. That was my past episode uh, talking about my mom and a tribute to my mom. And she was the same way. I especially realized it 
you know, 20 years ago, you can go back to that episode and, and hear the story I told, but I had a surprise where someone revealed to me that she was a big influence in this woman's life. And it was shocking. And I didn't know my mom committed herself to people that way. Before she had us, she was a nurse. So of course, people in healthcare, especially nurses, they really commit themselves to people. So I didn't know that. And I'm sure she was an outstanding nurse. But I had no idea she was helping people on the side when she had moved on to her other job as a social worker, which again, that is a, <laughs> now that I'm saying it out loud, that is a job that really is committed to helping people. But that's how she was. She went above and beyond for people. She never talked or boasted about her achievements. I didn't hear much about her work. She was really amazing as a social worker with the confidentiality aspect. I never heard a thing. I never heard a thing about a client, not even, you know, when she was still a social worker and I was in college. And I had a friend whose mother was a social worker as well. And she would come home and tell her all the client stories. My mom wouldn't. My mom kept that quiet. And I really appreciate that about her. My, both my mom and my dad, I have to say, they keep a secret like Fort Knox. If you tell them not to tell, they are tight-lipped. And I really appreciate that about, I mean, you just don't see that a lot. And it's really something that's keeping to their word and actions speak louder than words. So I was thinking about how to make this into a topic today. And as metaphysical people, we have to also try to follow the same principles. And and I'm not, you know, I'm not saying do it to the T. I'm not saying I'm perfect or anyone's perfect at it. I'm sure my mom wasn't perfect and my grandmother wasn't perfect, although she was pretty damn close. But this idea of action speak louder than words is just something a lesson that I've really learned in my life. And it's a really good metaphysical and spiritual lesson. And here's why. Because the people that I found that they're opposite, their words speak louder than their actions, never work out for me. Never work out as friends, as you know, romantic partners, as people at work. It just never works out for me. And I have the intuition, right? As we all do, we're all, we're all highly intuitive people here. And I have the intuition that, okay, this isn't going to work out or this isn't the right fit, but then we ignore intuition. This idea of actions speak louder than words that really drives home the intuition to me. It backs up or supports my intuition. I'll give you an example. When I was young, probably my 20s, I worked for this, let's just say company. I worked for this company. And this guy who I worked for had the best of intentions. Nice person, good person, family man, the whole the whole nine, right? But he just couldn't get it together financially. He couldn't get it together work-wise. And I stayed working with him for a really long time, years. And I shouldn't have. And my intuition kept saying, move on, move on, move on. And he was someone where his words would just speak louder than his actions. He would always make promises. I'm going to do this and I'm going to pay you this and I'm going to do that. And, you know, this company is going to become huge and you're on the ground floor and blah, 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 blah. And I know it sounds very charlatan-like, but he wasn't a charlatan. He was a nice person and a good person, but he just was kind of a legend in his own mind and he wasn't 
dealing with reality. And the reality was, you know what, he was so caught up in his family that he wasn't putting the time and energy into what his business needed. And also, he was also running another business. So I understand where he was coming from, but I should have really looked at that and said, okay, words are speaking louder than actions. Even beyond career, this idea of actions speak louder than words have seeped into my personal life, you know, beyond my career. And I've definitely seen it with ex-boyfriends, <laughs> be honest. Who hasn't, right? Who hasn't with any of our exes? But again, I remember when I was young, these guys would make promises. One guy in particular, I kept going back to one guy in particular. It was an on and off situation. He would make all these promises. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and I'm going to do. And instead of listening to my intuition and saying, move on, I kept coming back for more and more abuse. And I ended up becoming the abuser <laughs> as well. So we were in this terrible relationship where we we're just abusing each other on and off. And finally, thank God, I think he moved on and I was devastated. And then I moved on. Now I realize today that that wasn't a relationship. That was just, I don't know what that was. That was just being in your 20s and learning. I don't know, but it really taught me that actions are everything. Actions speak louder than words. It's just the, one of the strongest themes and lessons of my life. I try my best to live by this. I'll tell you a story from my life of where I really had to learn that actions speak louder than words. And this is a really strange way of explaining it to the point that I explained it to a therapist and he was totally confused. <laughs> so I hope I'm explaining it right to you. I used to be someone who would rush through everything I didn't want to do. So in school, when we had a class assignment, I was always the first one to hand it in. You know, when the teacher gives you the in-class assignment and you do it or the in-class test and you do it and I was the first one always to hand it in. And a lot of the times I did fine, but some of the times the teachers handed it back and said, you have to stop rushing through this and answer the questions better. So they give it back to me and I did it. And I remember my senior year of high school. I mean, you know, everyone's senior year of high school. No one gives a shit anymore. I really didn't give a shit anymore. <laughs> I remember there's one test in particular where I think I handed it in with like, I mean, an hour and a half to go or something just so I could read a book. And I had two teachers for that class and they said, are you sure you don't want it back? Are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, because I didn't care at that point. I think I ended up getting a C on the exam because I just didn't care. That was my attitude, I'm sad to say, a lot when I was younger. Anything that was painful for me, I'd rush through it. Anything. And I finally had to face that fact in my 30s. I read a quote, and it's such a simple quote, and it's so basic, and you all know it, but it was something like, if you're not going to do it well, don't do it at all. And that really just struck home with me you know, my, my soul was touched when I read that because I said, okay, that's what I've been doing my whole life, but I don't know why. And this is when I asked the therapist and the therapist said, I don't really know why you're doing it either. So I finally figured out years later, it was because of the trauma I endured. I just wanted to relax. I just wanted to 
just relax. It's the only way I can explain it. I just wanted time to read and to be by myself and to watch TV or whatever. I didn't want to work. I didn't want to put in effort. And I really committed to doing this for half my life, unfortunately. I think I would have gotten a lot more done in my younger years if I didn't do that. I think about Peace Corps in particular, which was a good experience, but you know, I think I could have made it a great, phenomenal experience if I really put more into the teaching side of it and more into the extracurriculars with the kids and all of that. I think I did a really good job. They did a really good job on their test at the end, which was my whole point of being there. So that's all that really mattered. And the parents were happy and the teachers were happy and whatever. But I know myself, I didn't give it the 100% that I could have now because I just wanted to rush through everything. I wanted to rush through life. And on a metaphysical level, I think part of it was just wanting to go back home, meaning wanting to go to my soul group in the astral plane and get this life, this human life over with and return to my metaphysical self and my spiritual light being that's just roaming around the universe. I really think that was part of it. And once I was able to slow down and really think about what I was doing, I was saying to myself, I am not the person where actions speak louder than words. For some things I am. I would always keep my word and I'd show up on time and, you know, I'd show up to commitments and I'd work hard and I'd do things like that. But if I didn't want to do it and if I didn't have an interest in it, then forget it. I didn't care, which a lot of you are saying, well, yeah, that a lot of people do that, but not to the extent that I did. You still have to put effort in things that maybe aren't your cup of tea. For example, I have to go in and help my dad clean his house right now. And is it something that I am over the moon about doing? Uh, no, but I'm going to put my best effort into it and I'm going to do it right and I'm going to do it thoroughly. 20 years ago, I would have been so annoyed. I would have partially done it. But now I want my actions to speak louder than my words. I, when I say to my dad, dad, I will take care of this for you. I will clean this. I will make it so it feels much better living here. And you're in a much, you know, clearer space. I'm going to do that. So I started to pull out of that way of thinking several years ago when I learned a really valuable lesson from being engaged. I mean, I was basically married. I was with the person for eight and a half years. I was lazy in that relationship. I mean, if this guy today bitches to his wife about me, <laughs> I wouldn't blame him for certain things because I was lazy AF. Like I was just lazy as fuck because there's certain things I didn't want to do and I didn't care. And I didn't, it didn't matter to me that other person's feelings about that. So for example, I remember once in a while he wanted, you know, a really nice meal cooked for him, not in a caveman way because he would do the cooking and I never cooked. I would actually make cookies for my dog, but I wouldn't make any food. <laughs> I wouldn't make my fiance any food. I think that's kind of funny now, but I understand where he was coming from. If you can take the time and the effort to make food for a freaking dog, why can't you make food for me? So I, I get where he's coming from. He was always cool about it, but I knew that it annoyed him. Also with the cooking, he always cooked. I never lifted a hand to chop a vegetable, 
to put something in the microwave. I'm not kidding you guys. I was that lazy. If I didn't want to do it, I would not do it. And he wouldn't even ask me because he knew I just, I wouldn't do it. So when I read that quote of either do it right or don't do it at all, it really hit me. And I remember that was the end of my relationship. And I said to myself, you know what? The next time around, I'm not going to be like this. I am going to be someone who shows her love through actions and it's going to speak louder than my words. And I'm going to be like my grandmother. I'm going to be like my mother. And in this relationship now, in my marriage, I try my best. I'm not perfect. There are days where <laughs> where it's raining and I'm a little lazy and I'm not going to lie, but I try my hardest to carry wood when I can. I try my hardest to take care of the cows and, and do all the wood and all the stoves and everything when Craig's away. I make an effort with cooking now. I make sure that, you know, we're somewhat well fed. Sometimes I'm not in the mood to do it, but I've gotten better. You know, I will get up and I will get something for him or I will do something for him. And I try not to be lazy about it. I try to say, okay, this, if the tables were turned, I would want to be treated like this. So I really focus on my actions. And that has really, I think, helped my relationship. I, I really think it has. And I think it's helped my relationships overall with friendships and everything. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I do it. And, I, and again, I'm, I'm sure a couple friends are listening and going, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think for the most part, you know, 98% of the time I do, of course, I'm not perfect and I slip up, but I try to really put a focus on those actions and making sure that what I say is going to happen is going to happen. Action speaking louder than words is really a spiritual practice for me. I'm going to be a guest on a podcast tomorrow, and one of the questions was, tell me about your spiritual practices. And I was thinking about it and going through all of them. And some of them, you know, they don't even <laughs> sound spiritual, but they are spiritual. And I think this is one of them. Having your actions speak louder than your words, it puts you in the right energy. It puts you in the right vibration. You know, it puts you in that, that energy of action, that energy of the law of attraction, right? Because if we're putting our actions before our words and we're attracting people who do the same thing, that's a good thing. You know, if you're attracting someone, if, you, if you're listening to me and you're attracting people that put their words before their actions, if you're dating someone, if you're married to someone, if you have friends, if you have family members who say, oh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this for you, and then they never end up doing it, that's something you have to think about. You know, that's something about, do you do that? I had a friend who I no longer speak to and um, I'm, uh, you know, nice person, but I'm glad this person's out of my life where she just could not get her head around the concept of time. And I don't mean in a metaphysical, spiritual way. I mean, in a very selfish way, she would show up late. And I mean, seriously late for things with me. I mean, one time she showed up an hour and a half late and I was at my own apartment. So it's not like I could leave. Like obviously if I was waiting for her at dinner, I would leave, but I was at my own apartment. She showed up. There was pretty much no apologies. It was embarrassing to me because 
my boyfriend at the time was like, what the fuck is wrong with your friend? Like, she, why isn't she here? And she kept texting me, you know, being like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And it was embarrassing for me. It put me in a really bad situation. And then when I confronted her about it, she, all she said to me was, oh, you're so into time. You're so anal about time. You're so hung up on time. God forbid I'm 15 minutes late. I said, you were an hour and a half late. It embarrassed me. And she's like, oh my God, it wasn't that big a deal. So anyway, I stopped talking to her because that was just really incredibly selfish. And I'm, I'm glad I made that decision. But if you're attracting people like that, it just puts you in an energy that's not healthy. It's not a good spiritual energy. And once I got rid of these friends in my life that would do things like that, I made new friends and I'm in an amazing spiritual energy. I mean, these people have reached out to me when I was sick and just asking, are you okay? What do you need? I'll be there for you. I'll bring something to your house. I mean, these are the people I'm attracting right now because I know their actions speak louder than their words. I know if I needed something, they would be there for me. So I'm, I'm really happy with a lot of the decisions I made in regard to friends. So I guess today's question, of course, for you, I'm sure you know it already, is do your actions speak louder than your words? Is it in your entire life overall? You know, is, are you really good, for example, in career? Like if it's, you know, your boss or your coworkers, your actions speak louder than your words. But at home with your partner, with your kids, with your family, maybe they don't or vice versa. Or you just need help all around. You know, you really need to think about your actions speaking louder than your words, just all around overall theme in your life, which that was me. That was me. So it's definitely something to ponder this week, you know, and if you find yourself in that space where your actions aren't speaking louder than your words, just pause, take a moment, recognize it and see what you can do. See how you can fix it. Make sure you do fix it because then you're putting yourself back in the best vibration possible. You're raising yourself spiritually. You're raising yourself metaphysically. It's just something since I've incorporated in my life that I know has put me on a higher vibration and has helped me with the law of attraction and just helped me overall in my spiritual being. So I hope that resonated with you today. And until next time, well, until next time, remember to check out all my digital services, my digital products, my sponsor program. You can donate at freespiritpodcast.com. Everything will be in the show notes. And until next time, live your life two inches off the ground. <laughs>